everyone. Welcome back to Touche the Podcast. I'm Tally, and I'm joined by my co-host, David. Hey, everyone. To our first-time listeners, welcome. And to our returning listeners, thank you for tuning in for episode 15. We've got a jam-packed schedule for you today, so buckle up. Let's get into it. You had a like super happy, super fun weekend, right, Tally? Why don't you tell us all about it? You just like <laughs> skipped around and smiled and saw some butterflies, right? Yeah. Rainbows, leprechauns. Puppies. Squirrels. Little babies. <laughs> so the, fun. I love that. Time. Yeah. Yeah, I would say it was a pretty low-key weekend overall. I spent a ton of time with the homies this weekend per usual. I don't have anything major to report, unfortunately. I did actually want to share one quick story with you. So I I wanted to get your thoughts on it. So on Saturday night, I went out with, you know, my usual suspects. We started at Upside Bar, which is that rooftop bar in West Village, like in the canopy at the Hilton or whatever. Oh, yeah. Have you been there before? No. Amazing panoramic views of Dallas. So if anyone's looking for like really good views, good picture ops, that is a solid place to go. It was bumping on a Saturday as well. So after Upside Bar, we made our way to Catbird. Have you been? Okay, that's like kind of a track. Yeah, it was, we were all over the place. Yeah. We actually had a 10.45 p.m. reservation at Catbird, which is oh, so wow. aggressive. Yeah, Night Owl. Night Owl for sure. It's a really, so if anyone who doesn't know, it's another fun spot that's located in downtown Dallas. It's on the eighth floor of the Thompson Hotel. This is your second time going there in like a couple weeks, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like a couple of the same crew too. Anyone who doesn't know the Thompson, that is that hotel downtown that has Monarch. Mm -hmm. I've never been to Monarch, but it is... so good. Is it? Yeah. Dang. What was your favorite meal you had there? I went with like foodie people who ordered for me. Okay. And I also drank a lot of wine. So like the wine was really good. Yeah, that doesn't hurt. That doesn't hurt. Dallas doesn't do Michelin star ratings, but Monarch has a Michelin star chef. So apparently the food's amazing. Wow, I didn't even know. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's a pretty big deal. So Catbird has really great cocktails though. Yes. Their food, I would say is pretty average, mm-hmm. but you definitely go there for the cocktails and like the ambiance. Yeah. And like to take a photo. Yeah. The bathroom's super cute. Bathrooms are so adorable. Love the wallpaper. Yeah. The patio on the eighth floor is really cute too. Mm-hmm. My friends and I were just sitting, we were chatting, having a great time. We had a... We had an array, a breadth of different cocktail types. We had an espresso teeny, then we have a mezcal drink. You know, the, the cocktails were flowing. Flowing. We were just minding our own business. And this guy came up to us and he started talking to us. He had like, he had claimed he had lost his friends and he was looking for people to chat with. That's so weird. Was he super drunk or? No, he didn't seem that drunk. And so we were just like, dog, what's up? And then he started getting kind of personal he was like asking us all of our ages, which whatever, it's not a big deal. How old was he? He was 21. Oh so my So he's a straight up baby. God. And then he started asking people how much money they made. He like started inquiring about what everyone's- a tool. Yeah, it was really douchey. And he started inquiring about like everyone's career paths. Like he asked one of my friends how much money he made. And then he started going off on a tangent about how the life expectancy is decreasing. The average person- is but, not living as long. But that's because we had a pandemic. He was just saying this as like a blanket statement, just trying to be like, get a like kind of a react reaction what, from us. Why? How long did you entertain this guy? Oh, we talked to him for a really long time because he was like trolling. One of my friends was joking that he was probably trying to sell us life insurance. Okay, so that's why he like wanted to know how much people were making. Exactly. He was like, I want to know how much people are making that's and so I want to tell them that everyone's going to die. That's so So they upsetting. buy life insurance What a me. sad life he must live. Yeah. And then he, I was like, do you have any friends here? 
No, and literally. He like looks over at like a group of his friends, and they're all just like watching him. And I was like, "So you know, you have known where your friends have been the entire time." A true. He's on the grind, dude. Yeah. Saturday night at Capert, and he's like, "This group looks kind of like trolly. Like, let me see if I can like sell them something." Yeah. My question for you is, how do you manage the situation? Because it's always hard to walk a fine line between somebody's just trying to be friendly, and then they like push it too far, and you're like, "Okay, leave my group. You're no longer welcome here." Okay. So my answer for me, if whenever there's like some rando like that, that's trying to enter the group, maybe I just have really mean friends. We never entertain it. Like it's, we're not, I'm never really out being like, oh, the more the merrier, unless it's like you're at a bar and like people are bringing good vibes. Like, right. The like, good vibes matter. But was he bringing good vibes right away or was he like, oh, this is a troll? Well, at first. Like, but we, you were guys at like catbird at a table, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I would have been like. We would have been like, okay, dude, like, why are you here? Go back to your friends. No, for sure. Well, eventually it got to that point because I was like... Yeah, but you're like kind of trolly where you're like, let me entertain this. No, I know. I was like, let's see what he wants. Yeah, no, I'm like, no, I don't even want to talk to you. Well, then at one point, like, when we started being like, are you hitting on the girls here? 100%. And he was like, no, 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 I have a girlfriend, I have a girlfriend. And I was like, prove it. Let's see a picture of her. So, you know, then I'm like, just You should have been like, prove it. Like, make out with me. Be like, yeah, no, and make out with me. No, thank you. I'm probably only open for randos coming up to me if they're like really drunk girls who want to say something funny, like a rando dude talking about how much I make. I've been like, dude, you're such a loser. Can you go back to your friends? Yeah, no, for sure. That's why when he first asked that, I immediately was like, no one answered this question. Yeah. Because it is like so inappropriate to ask that. How long was he at your table for? For a really long time. That's crazy. Yeah, he was there for a really long time. But like, why would, like, I know he was trying to like grind and sell, but like, yeah. why would he even want to do that? Like on a Saturday, can you do that Monday through Friday? No, I know. And then he started asking people for their Instagrams and no one would give it to him. And I was like... Oh, I give mine up so willy-nilly. Oh, really? Would you have given it to this guy, though? That's why you always, when someone does that, you always have to be the person who gives... I give my phone to the rando to input... Wait, no, no. I take the rando's phone to input my name and follow So they'll text you. Yeah, so like I get the request. Right. So I automatically get a new follower. Whether I follow them back or not is not in question, but I'm never going to be the one to... I'm not like, oh, give me yours so I can right. follow you. Because then I'm like, no, you have to follow me first. Yeah, interesting. So that was interesting. Very interesting experience for sure. That was weird. Yeah. Then on Sunday, I actually went to an exhibit at the DMA with my parents. So if anyone is looking for a fun little activity to do in downtown, I highly recommend the DMA if you enjoy art. There's this temporary exhibit there called Saints, Sinners, Lovers, and Fools. 300 Years of Flemish Masterworks. So it's like 15th to 17th century Dutch art. Um, Really interesting. So tickets are $24 if you're not a member of the DMA. And if you are a DMA member, then I'm pretty sure tickets are free, which is really great. Woo! And I highly recommend it if you want anything like artsy on the weekend. That sounds so fun. So you had a good weekend? Yeah, I did. Okay, I just want to (laughs) preface... David's weekend recap with he had a difficult weekend to say the least well you know let's just say the phrase when it rains it pours oh when it rains it pours oh yeah we did our hour-long venting session at lunch because I'm also literally one of those people who 10 seconds before lunch I was like I'm not even gonna tell you about it yeah (laughs) I'm like hey let's spend the next hour talking about every little detail about my weekend and how upset I am no you did when we were in the calf you were like, I'm not talking about it. And I was like, are you sure? And you were like, yeah, I'm sure. I was, I was like, like, if I start okay. talking about it, I'll cry right now. Yeah. And I was like, I get it. I get it. And then here we are an yeah. hour later. I debatably had like the worst weekend of my life. I lied. The worst weekend of 2023 so far. I will say I'm being like 
not that dramatic, but nothing like health or like really serious happened to me. So always got to appreciate the positives, right? True. That's true. It's a nice, nice thing. I think it's always important to, while we highlight the positive sides of non-revving, non-revving is a game and there is always a huge chance when you're flying standby that you literally might not make the flight. Mm -hmm. Or you have to roll over and spend like eight hours in the airport or you get stuck somewhere. I guess this weekend was like a big weekend in the Pacific Northwest. There were also storms in Dallas on Friday night. So I unfortunately was like not able to make any of my flights. And it's so funny because Tally was like, if you don't make non make it this weekend, you're probably going to have the... Do you remember saying that? I remember. You were like, you're probably going to have like the best weekend ever. And let me tell you, Tally could not be further <laughs> from the truth. I was trying to manifest that for you. Yeah, so maybe don't manifest things for me anymore because that whole weekend, I was like, I should be anywhere but Dallas. Like, if I was not in Dallas, nothing this weekend would have happened. Yeah. Yeah, but you've tried to make it and you couldn't. It wasn't your fault. Right. So the world just really was like, you're going to deal with every single little issue and have fun. It just ranged into, you know, starting fights out, running into literally everyone I never wanted to see, shooting my shot with a boy who has a four-year live-in boyfriend. I wish everyone could hear this one, but... I just had copious amounts of drama. Maybe I'm the issue. I don't really know. But let's just say I um, cried enough tears to power the Hoover Dam this weekend. Oh, I mean, that's so sad, but that was like a good analogy. Shout out to the homies that, you know, helped me not cry this weekend. Aw, I'm sorry you were dealing with that. It's okay. I am honestly not doing better. And today, like, wasn't that great at work either. So. <laughs> so. But one thing about David is that, one, he loves to talk in third person. Yeah. But two, he picks himself back up. Yeah, he does. So. Just a bad couple days. Tomorrow is a new day. I'm going to I'm gonna start over on Thursday. I have a feeling that tomorrow is not going to be good either. So Thursday, this weekend is going to be amazing. I'm manifesting it. All my problems, I've gone through the worst of it. Like this weekend was the worst that I could have gone through. A hundred percent. There was a compounding effect. Mm -hmm. We talked about this. If all of these things that happened happened in isolation, they would have not been a big deal. No. But when it rains, it pours. Yes. And there was most definitely a compounding effect with everything that happened. Just kind of got worse and worse. Yeah. You had this bad weekend, but that means good things are coming for you. And I truly believe that. Oh my God. From your lips to God's ears. Heard. So yeah, I mean, anyway, there's nothing more to talk about my weekend other than that it sucked i made it through and you know we're moving on so nothing else you want to share with us a lot of people rollerblade on the katie trail I didn't i've know seen them. that you know it's actually kind of hard to rollerblade i was thinking maybe we should get into rollerblading i'm down okay do you have you ever been to like a roller rink before like on the four? Oh yeah yeah i love those there's actually a really fun roller rink in plano called thunderbird that used to be like my childhood spot. Should we go? Yeah, we should. I wonder if it's still around. You should have your birthday there. Wait, that would be fun. Before yeah. or after the Nickelback concert? Oh, the party bus to the Nickelback concert? <laughs> right, yeah. Should we throw like a Touche the Podcast party at... Um... Dude, don't tempt me. You okay. know I'm gonna You know I'm gonna want that so badly. We should do it. You know who should headline it? Andy, <laughs> Andy Grammer. <laughs> David and I actually went to a work charity event last night and it was really fun. And David, do you want to give a little recap of our event? It was at the Fort Worth Zoo. It was... <laughs> Why is that? It's, I, we didn't see any animals minus like our boy Andy. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, it was in support of ALS. It was um, a charity to raise money for an ALS foundation. Yes. Andy Grammer, you know, the guy who sings like, nah, nah, honey, I'm good, was headlining it. Um, he honestly 
well, I thought he was like pretty good live. He sounds the same live as he does on the recording. He was like a very sweaty boy. <laughs> no, there was a lot of sweating. But that's because he was wearing a suede jacket in Texas in summer. <laughs> no, <laughs> Whatever. No. I digress. I'll say not to like continue to be a rain cloud because I know this is supposed to be like a positive thing. One, Tally and I both tried to listen to him before the concert and we both, I made it like 30 seconds through a song and I was like, I can't do this. Yeah. Um. He also, if we like, if you've listened to his music before, it's like extremely optimistic. And this was yesterday, so Monday. Um, I could not have been in a worse mood, and there was nothing more, <laughs> nothing less I wanted to do than hear someone sing about how awesome life was. Yeah, no, I get that. I was and like, because like, I was on your like bandwagon of like being in a bad mood because like I'm supporting your bad mood. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, oh, that sucks. You're having a bad time, David. Get in the selfie with me. <laughs> I'm like crying in the corner, and you're like, wait, that sucks. I'm not gonna lie that you put on like a pretty good face. Yeah. No, I'm like pretty good at like pushing through. Yeah, good for you. That's a good quality. But I was like ready to throw a tomato at Andy. He's good at eye contact because every person in that audience last night, we were all turning into to each other and we were like, he just looked at me. No, I know. <laughs> it's because we were in the front and he kept just panning. He was panning the whole yeah. audience. He looked at all of us, honestly. No yeah. one's that special. He's married. Yeah, I saw the ring. We all saw the ring. Yeah, but I Googled it. Yeah, David was like on Google, like who's Andy's spouse? Yeah. But we went to, um, a couple of people from our team went to Joti Garcia's before the show. It's like a famous Mexican staple in Fort Worth, cash only, and you have to wait in line because every single night of the week, it's absolutely packed. So there was even a wait on a Monday. Yeah, how long did you wait? I waited zero minutes because David and I were late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we just parked and our party um, was already in there. And I was yeah. like, dope. I literally got out of my car and there was someone causing ruckus in the parking lot driving around. And I'm like, who <laughs> no, the hell this is, is this? Not That's true. literally what happened. And I turn and I'm like, of course it's Tally like causing drama in the parking lot. I, you, no, I was like trying to find a spot and like you were stuck and you were using <laughs> one hand again and you're like, why is driving so hard? And I'm like, because you got to use two hands, girl. Anyway, Joti's was good vibes. They have good margaritas. That, that margarita was so good. Yeah, for some reason, their margaritas just are stronger than everyone else's margaritas. That was like the first time I've used cash in like years. Okay, well, I hope the rest of this week is better for you. No, I'm feeling good. Okay. I'm feeling the worst I ever have felt about the overall situations. But you know what happens when you're low? You can yeah. only go up. Yeah, you can only go up from here. Interestingly enough, Tally and I started this podcast with the original idea of, like, low-key having a relationship podcast. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. I can attest to this. Um, and fun fact, we recorded an infamous episode, which we call episode zero between ourselves, that we'll never see the light of day. Maybe. Maybe we'll release it one day as a funny episode. Um, but it was our first attempt at a relationship podcast and it it, it 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 was the biggest shit show garbage fire i've ever listening to that was like the most painful thing ever we listened to it together at like 4 a.m mm -hmm. um and so since then we kind of have dabbled a little bit with relationship topics such as you know like the ghosting and the phrases but we got some feedback that people like relationship topics we also got feedback that people like when we talk about our lives and relate our segments to that. So we figured, you know, why not bring it back? In an interesting touche topic today, touche topic, that's cute. Cute. We are going to talk about 
I'm gonna give Tally two options, and we're gonna talk about, we can figure out how to edit around this, which one you would prefer to happen and why. So obviously, given my weekend, we can just like allude to the fact that this is from personal experience and one of the many things that happened to me this weekend. However, Tally, I would love your opinion, and then I'll obviously give you mine after, and then we'll just like chat about it. Lovely. Let's exploit ourselves. Would you rather A, have a guy tell you that they don't like you, and then they're going to go look for a relationship elsewhere, or B, have a guy allude or be known to the fact that they like you, but tell you that they're just like never looking for a relationship? So... My inclination is to say option B mm-hmm. because with a couple caveats. Okay, always. We love some caveats. Of course. So I think if someone just straight up was like, I don't like you. Yeah. I would just spiral a little just bit about cry. that. Yeah. <laughs> no, there would be some tears for yeah. sure. So I'd prefer them to tell me that they do like me, mm. but they're never going to be ready. And so I'm going to have to be strong enough as a person yeah. to like close that door. 100%. If I'm not capable yeah. of closing that door, yeah. then your girl needs a lot of therapy, but... Do you believe you're strong enough to close the door? I think I have gotten to that point due to therapy. So shout out to therapy if anyone is not doing it, but thinking about it. I think it's a really great outlet. <laughs> but... Quick plug. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm team option B. I'm firmly team option A. Oh my gosh, I love a little banter. I mean, given that B happened to me quite recently so maybe i'm just like a little bit bitter but i think it's easier for me to digest someone being like oh hey i don't like you and i'm like okay perfect like i've definitely had guys not like me before i've definitely not liked guys before Mm -hmm. and it's like okay we're not all each other's cup of tea that's perfectly fine it's personal but like not that personal for sure like not everyone can fall in love with everyone what and i know i know i wish and then you just like keep it moving like that's easier like you go through the sadness and then you're over it and there's no like awkward what happens next. But in scenario B, if someone's like, oh, like I kind of like you or kind of like spending time with you, but I'm just never going to be in a relationship with you. For the person saying that, it's so easy because their normal doesn't change. You can, they, they will just like continue to do what they normally do. Right. But for you, this is all under the assumption that you're looking for a relationship. Like both of these are under the assumption that you want to date someone. Right. So it's like, if someone's like, hey, or some guy's like, hey, I like you, but like, I'm just never want to date you or date anyone, which we can get into that next, is then it's like, okay, shit, you have to change your new normal. They're still going to talk to you. They're still going to reach out. And right. it's like- But you have to just accept that nothing's ever going to happen. Yeah. So you have to decide like, do I want this person in my life? Or do I just like, am like, no, I'm sorry. I can't handle this. I cut off communication. That's tough. You have to be, you have to be really strong, but I feel like your personality makes more sense for option A because you're not like a very, you're not an insecure person, but a lot of people struggle with insecurities. Yeah. And so having someone reject them. That's true. Without, even if you just say like, not everyone's everyone, not everyone is everyone else's cup of tea. Yeah. Totally reasonable, but not everyone like interprets things that way. And like people take things personally. That's true. So like, yeah, maybe someone's not my cup of tea and like technically they didn't do anything wrong, but Like, that can still cause hurt feelings. I don't know where I'm going with this. But it also leads to the interesting question that you said and that, like, in my mind, I feel like everyone thinks is that when someone's... And I've always told my friends this advice that, I mean, it's easier to, like, give advice than take it. For sure, always. But when someone is like, hey, I don't want to be in a relationship, the with you is silent. Right. Now, 
I will candidly say, like, option B has happened to me multiple times at this point in my life. And I can say that all the guys that have said that to me are not in relationships now. Because if they did, I would literally crumble out of control. So that's a positive. But, like, that doesn't always happen. But what, you, well, like, we were talking about earlier is that, in theory, the right person would... Would want to be with you. Or, um, would, would Would make them want to be in a relationship. Right. But, like... Right. I guess, I don't know, like, and I probably sound so delusional right now. No, I know. It's definitely a hard pill to swallow. If someone says, I like you, but I don't want to commit or be with you, I mean... Or be with anyone Or ever. be with anyone. It's because they have not found that person that makes them want to be in a relationship. Now, I will say, and this is, like, me putting you in, like, an unfair spot, being gay and, like, committing to yourself to, like, be in a relationship long-term is, like, Mm -hmm. significantly harder. Mm -hmm. Very different culture. And I understand, like, the culture is different, and, like, some guys are like, I just don't even want to, like, put up with that Mm long-term. So there's that aspect. No, for sure. I mean, I've gotten that same feedback from a lot of my friends who are gay. Yeah. They say that it's just, like, so much harder to date. But it's, like, interesting because then if the with you part is true, then that does make option B, like, way worse than option A. Because then someone's just playing with you. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, it's kind of just like wanting to have your cake and eat it too. Because like I would, once again, like going back, I would rather someone like completely hate me than be like, yeah, I like you like second tier enough, right. but not first tier enough. Well, that's why I had the caveat of being able to shut that door on your own. Yeah. Accepting that like they have an attraction to you or they think you're cool to hang out with or whatever, but they're not willing to commit to you because for whatever reason, they don't see that long term. Yeah. Okay, fine. They like me. Mm-hmm. They have that attraction. I can feel good about that aspect that I brought to the relationship, yeah. but I have to shut that door. Yeah. So that's why I'm team B. Would you ever be that person? Be like, let's say you liked a guy. We all, we've all been there. Like we've all had crushes, all had fun with, people i don't know you're kind of a relationship girl so maybe you haven't been there i mean this just happened to me with oh yeah i just wasn't in the right emotional or mental space for this time in my life just given my circumstances do you think that potentially you guys would still be hanging out as in like if it was as low-key as like me so like you makes more sense i mean like i actually do think he likes you yeah, so then, but that, that's what I'm saying. That's why it's, like, a true option B. Like, so, okay, so we just went down the path of, like, if the with you is silent. Right. And this might be my most delusional moment, but, like, what if there's a case where the with you is not silent and that's just, like, not actually there? Like, truly an individual who has crushes, has emotional feelings towards someone, but is just, like, I don't want to say self-centered, but it's just like, I literally like do not foresee a relationship in my life. Well, that's when you have the one who got away situation, which I feel like happens to a lot of guys. As in like, they should have commit in the moment. Yeah. They like don't commit for whatever reason it is, whatever mental or emotional block they're experiencing. And then later they realize like, oh, I liked that person for a reason. And they're like, I up. Okay. Well, that's like exactly how I feel right now. As in like, Okay, and if my future husband listens to this episode for some reason, just, you know, forget I said this. (laughs) But I would almost be willing to get into a relationship with a guy who is, like, I don't know how to phrase this. Like, if someone was, like, willing to, like, commit, there's a potential that I could, like, be in a relationship with a guy who maybe I get along emotionally with less. Not significantly, but, like, 
a little less because they're willing to commit. Right. Over who, like, maybe I like more. For sure. And so then it's like, I would commit to that relationship. Yeah, I mean, a couple things with that. One, no person is just going to be the perfect person in every capacity. Yeah. So you're talking about how, like, you might have, like, you might like someone more for whatever reason. Right. But the other person is, like, ready for you at that time. You might not like them as much. But a lot of times, like, when people have a lot of qualities that you want, like, a lot of these other feelings that are missing, could you could grow into those feelings. Yeah. And I, I'm not, like, worried about that. No, I know. But, but I'm yeah, just, like... In general. In general, I think, like, people get kind of caught up no, in, definitely. like, this grass is greener mentality. Yeah. Where there's always going to be this person that, like, fits your mold so perfectly. And it doesn't always happen yeah. like that right off the bat. Obviously, you want your values to align and the things that are important to you I mean, to yeah, align. there's some, like, non-negotiables. For sure. But, I mean, it, and also, it comes down to priorities for you. Like, do you care more about, like, just having, like, this infatuation with somebody who doesn't want to commit? Or do you want someone who can commit? What's more important to you in, in this scenario? I mean, I would say at age 28, commit. For sure. So, like, you're going to be... And honestly, like, it, it could turn into you're like, ew, I'm not interested in this other guy because well, he won't I mean, commit. I think that's what would, like, eventually happen. Yeah. But I would say, like, more in, like, a scenario that I would be willing to commit to a guy who, like, maybe isn't, like, my number one best friend who I, like, number one get along. Which I would grow to be like that with him. But I I would be willing to get into a relationship because, like, I'm 28. I'm trying to raise a family. Like, maybe if I was 22, I'd be like, ooh, I'll just, like, spend my early 20s, like, Mm -hmm. seeing if something happens. But, like, I mean, there's no rush to get anything done. But, I mean... I was, I've been on the streets for a long time. Like, I mean, also relationships are, like, all about timing. Like, so much of it is about timing. You know, I used to think that the right time meant nothing. Like, mm. you pick the right person no matter what. Yeah. And, like, even if you're not perfectly ready or whatever, like, if the right person is there, you pick them. Yeah. And now that I'm in the situation that I'm in, which yeah. a lot of people who are listening know. Yeah. I now understand that, like, timing does matter. And, like, you can meet someone really great, but, like, if you're not, if you have an emotional wall up or you're at an Mm -hmm. emotional block, block in your life, they might not be the right person. Like, they might not be the right time for that person, even though they're fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad thing, but it's, like, so crazy because, I mean, for me, and I feel like you're similar, but you can talk about your own life. One of my issues is, like, I'm such a romantic. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. such a sap. Like, I love love. Like, I love romantic movies. I love love songs. And so it's, like, that whole concept of, like, making a relationship tactical making it more about like do you align on like right what you guys want out of For life sure you're just like i want to feel that like in yes. love yeah yeah and like i think that's that's like a huge priority for me that i have to deprioritize naturally a lot of people have to prioritize that because they're just like oh cool like we both like to go out to the same places. We're, like, looking for, like, the same future. Like, let's be in a relationship. I could, like, oh, my God, we get along as lovers. Yeah. But, like, nothing will work between right. us. And, like, that's all that matters for, for me. For sure. No, I'm the exact same way as you. Yeah. The exact same way. I'm, like, I want to be, like, so in love with this person that I'm yeah. with. But, like, now that we're where we're at. Yeah. And, like, you've had your situations. I've obviously had my situation. Yeah. It kind of shifts our mentality a little bit. Where you're, like, okay, now, like... We're 28 years old. Like, what's the end goal here? Right. Yeah. So it's like having to, I don't want to say be okay with like deprioritizing that like lover mentality, but like I saw this TikTok today that was like, you should treat dating like a job. 
And while that definitely, like, de-romanticizes so much of it, it's not wrong. No, it's not wrong. I mean, you definitely have to put in the work. Know what you want and make sure you ask the right questions up front. For sure. Like, obviously, it's still a lot of fun. Like, it's still a lot of fun. No, it's so fun and it should be fun. Yeah. And if you're not having fun, like, you're probably picking the wrong people. Completely. But also, in addition, like, the practicalness of what we're saying. Yeah. I still do strongly believe that, like, people end up with who they're supposed to be with. Completely. Oh, my God, yes. But that's kind of... Uh, like a counterpoint to what we're saying about how you have to give away this like this in love thing because like you're gonna be in love with whoever you marry in the end of at the end of the day yeah it might not be like this romantic love at first sight moment yeah for everybody and it might not immediately start with like an infatuation that like grows into something but you're always gonna be in love with your partner no completely or else like why get married right exactly yeah as you know dating's rough dating is rough yeah it's hard, but it's also really fun. No, I was going to say, I feel like I go through such... Like, I'll go through months where I'm like, this is... I love going on dates. Yeah. And then I'll go through months where I'm like, this fucking sucks. Yeah. It can be just... Well, one, it's a lot of work to keep up Sink. with, to coordinate all the events, coordinate yeah. conversations. It's definitely rewarding. Like, but you also learn... And like, an, it can also be a little bit discouraging sometimes because you meet all these people and you're like, I'm not clicking with anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, why is it? Yeah. You know? And so... Sometimes it's nice to just take a step back in those moments and, like, figure out what your priorities are. Well, I mean, whatever. I guess everyone just has to stay tuned to see what happens in our dating worlds and, you know. But for you, it's, like, a numbers thing. You need to just get your numbers up. I know. Because, like, the you know, like, everyone has a, you know, even if you have a low conversion. <laughs> Why did you just look at me? No, I'm saying, like, in general, yeah. if you have a low conversion, if you have your high numbers, it doesn't really matter. 100%. No, that's, like, what the TikTok was saying. They were, yeah. like, you li- just think about how many people there are. Yeah. It's just, like, tiring. Yeah. It is really tiring. I also, like... But if you, if you go into it with this mentality, it's, like, I'll just get a free meal and a free drink out of it. Or whatever people feel. You are, go- you are setting yourself up for failure. Oh, the yeah. way that, like, I have been looking at it and the way I look at it is, like, I'm going into this opportunity to, like, learn something about, like, learn a new thing about someone I haven't met before. That's so cute. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe they'll teach me something new that, like, I can use in my life. And, like, that actually has been a really good mentality for me yeah. because, like, if you look at all these opportunities as a, as a new life experience and a new opportunity to learn, yeah, it actually, like, I'm not BSing here. Like, this actually helps me so much and gets me more excited. No, I agree. I definitely, like, I love meeting new people mm-hmm. and like when I go on a bunch of dates I'm always like I, I'm so how lucky am I that I get to meet so many new people for sure like that's so fun like yeah not that I mean everyone gets to meet new people but it's like we're all just like humans living on this world and like how fun it even if like the date doesn't go well past date one like exactly you met each other at some point you yeah. guys talked and obviously like it's a date so people talk about deep things and it's mm-hmm. like you got to experience an intimate like date or night with like one random person who you may never talk to again but yeah. like how much of like a fun life experience is that a hundred percent yeah a hundred percent and like you didn't you're not forgetting that night and i guarantee you that i guarantee you that they're not forgetting that night either completely and also you and i are genuinely interested in what other people have to say yeah which is kind of why we started a podcast as well. Completely. And so that helps us as well. Another piece of advice I have, not that anyone wants my advice. No, we want it. But, okay, so the, yes. the book, like, How to Win <laughs> Friends and Influence People, like, he talks about genuinely caring what other people have to say. Mm-hmm. That's how you be successful. I think it's the same thing in dating. Like, yeah. my piece of advice is genuinely care what people are telling you. 100%. And I promise you, it will be a hundred times more rewarding. Do you ever think it's like so interesting? Every I feel like every date I've gone on, I'm like, wow, I have so much in common with so many people. For sure. It's crazy that you can like meet random people 
and have like three topics that you guys just are so in sync and connect and it's like we really are just like all connected on this world and everyone has that thing that like is more important to them that they connect with someone else on yeah and so when you like find that thing yeah it's so cute like for me i really like people have like a similar taste in music as me because it's such a like it's such an integral part of my Mm day-to-day and so if we can kind of like talk about the same bands or whatever like i get really hyped up yeah but like it's different for everybody yeah and so that's another thing that like when you meet your person you meet someone who's special to you it like feels extra special yeah no, agreed. Yeah. That's so cute. You're What's so your cute. thing? Aw, thanks. Um, What is my thing? I feel like my thing, I don't have this like special interest, but the way I communicate is like so fast, so all over the place and so trolly that mine is like when I meet someone, now I feel like I'm describing you, but like when I like <laughs> meet someone who like can like keep up and like interact with that like trolly banter, obviously like all of the more intimate details, like have to be in sync i love joking i love laughing around i love bits like i love like dancing and like being like kind of crazy mm-hmm. out also like someone who's like not afraid to be embarrassed out in public mm-hmm. those are just like when i meet someone who i'm like oh we're just like walking to the next bar like dancing or just yeah. like trolling around with like the waiter just like laughing oh my god laughing if i so important do not i think about this all the time how like i love now i'm turning into you <laughs> all of my friends and like everyone i'm surrounded because like how lucky am i that i get to laugh every single day of my life no 100 percent. and like i'm just literally will stay in my room and be like i'm so fortunate and so when i go on these dates and just like laugh the whole time i'm like how fun is this we're just like laughing this whole time no like literally and going back to your thing about how if you never see them again after that yeah like you just laughed for like four hours yeah exactly you had a good time yeah you like dance from bar to bar yeah and like who cares that's that is actually like an amazing perspective because for the we can bleep this out but like situation that's what I'm, like, also upset about. But it's, yeah. like, okay, whatever. We had a great time. And, like, if we never talk again, fine. But, like, we saw that, like, such a fun night. I'm happy that, like, you have that perspective, at least now. Yeah. I think, like, it kind of sucks that he's so short-sighted. Yeah. To not recognize, like, the value in the relationship you guys had. But whatever. I yeah. digress. Yeah. That's because, like, I'm a homie. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. So, like, okay, fuck that guy. No, like, <laughs> I hate that guy. But, like, in retrospect, in, like, a couple of months, it's like that. And that's why, like, you gotta keep on going out there. Because you think that another opportunity to have fun and another opportunity to laugh with someone. Absolutely. Yeah. And then eventually you just, like, find the person you're gonna laugh with forever. <laughs> Why, well, like, I just almost tear up when you said that. Wait, this segment turned into something, like, crazy. <laughs> wow, it's, like, low-key kind of good. Yeah, no, it's actually really cute. We're but gonna... also, can you believe how much we pivoted from the beginning of this? No. We are like, so would you rather have a guy, like, totally hate you? Or, <laughs> or like, only hate you a little bit. <laughs> and now we're like, how fun is it to just, like, laugh with your future <laughs> husband for the rest of your life? Wait, this is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's so people are gonna get whiplash listening. No. they're like wait what yeah but if you just like ignore our inconsistencies yeah no like, it's cute no it's so cute we get some really good tidbits here honestly wrapping it up the real answer to which one should you prefer is neither okay heard chef heard you should not give an f about boys who are like oh i'm not into you bye and you know boys who also like could be quote unquote into you but like don't want to date you you should be like you know what i'm better than both of those options mm-hmm. You want to find someone who loves you for you and will tell you they love you. Agreed. Appreciate the value they brought to your life when they brought it to you and move on. Completely. Shut the door. Amen. Even if it's hard, shut the door, baby. Yeah. Wow, I like really need this conversation. Yeah, same. Okay, I love this. I love love. I love love. We're like so savvy. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> okay, touche out. Touche out. 
pop culture roundup. We got a few quick hits for you today, ladies and gentlemen, and theys. So let's get into it. First one, this is new for all of the listeners. All of my friends know I'm obsessed with this. Tally, you know I'm obsessed with it as you yawn. No, I'm, I'm here. I'm ready. Okay. You, I think I've mentioned that I'm obsessed with it, but you've never experienced me during this phase. Okay. So. Your love for Studio 54. Oh, no, but you have been there for that phase. Yeah. Big Brother set to return for its 25th season on Wednesday, August 2nd. So I'm a huge Big Brother fan. Yeah, you did say that was your favorite. And I, like, they have live streams 24-7. They have tweets that update, like, every move the house guests make. It's, like, four episodes a week. So, like, once a Big Brother season starts, I'm, like, literally all in. And it's the only thing I'm watching and talking about. I'm not going to lie. I can't even tell you what that show is about. I've tried to explain this to you twice. Okay, can you try again? No, it, they all just live in a house and you vote each other out one by one until someone wins. Well, what are they doing in the house? Like hanging out, playing games. There's like strategy. It's a social game. It's like Survivor, but in a house. So you're trying to get the audience to like you or no, the people in the house to like you? Your house guests. And you can't vote for yourself? To be evicted? Oh yeah, you're voting people out. Well, can you? I mean, some people self-evict, like, but... Really? Because that like, would why get would me you, out of here? But why would you go on the show to self-evict? Maybe because you're like, I You would go on the show to self-evict. No, literally. You'd be like, like, up a storm, and then you would be like, <laughs> okay, okay. okay. <laughs> it's like, all these people are insufferable. Yeah, like, but yeah. like, you're winning. You you have to win. You're competitive. You would not self-evict. You'd be like, I'm fucking winning. What's the prize? Cash. How much? Um, I don't know what this season's is. It's like, usually a lot of money. Like, I think it was like 750 last year. Um, but also, like, you get on the show. Like, pe- people are, like, cult fans of Big Brother. So it's, like, a big deal to be on the show. Okay, that's cool. Anyway, maybe, maybe I know I, I can tell you're, like, not picking up the vibes. But August- it's usually during the summer, but they pushed it back to fall. So August 2nd is when it starts. Um, so get ready for that. Okay, let's watch and talk about it on the pod. Okay. Also, new trailer for... Keeping in theme today. New trailer for Swiping America, a romantic documentary dating series premiering June 15th on Max. So I will not be watching that. Swiping America? Yeah, so it's about, this trailer is about like people on dating apps and it's just like a documentary and TV show about that. Four singles, eight cities and watching them on dating apps. Why do that when I could just live my life? Which is the same thing. No, actually, also that's such a funny like pivot from our relationship segment we're talking about. Just like date and have fun and experience people. Yeah. Interesting. It looks insufferable. Maybe I'll watch an episode, but probably not. Probably not. I did say that it was premiering on Max. HBO Max is now officially titled Max. The one to watch. Oh, interesting. I'm not loving that name. Wait, why do they take out the HBO part? Max is kind of a hot name. Because, like, remember Discovery and stuff is a part of it now? So they wanted to, like, debrand from HBO. Oh, yeah. I've slept so many nights since then. Thanks for the refresher. Okay. That was, like, a good line, kind of. Remember we were talking about this show, The Idol, mm-hmm. with Abel? So yeah. Sam Levinson, who created Euphoria, is the one creating The Idol. And he confirmed that Euphoria and the Idol are in the same universe. So Maddie from Euphoria is going to make a cameo in the Idol as Maddie because it's like the same world. Oh, wait, that's interesting. Yeah, it just premiered. The Idol just premiered at Kane, Con. Ken. Yeah. Ken Film Festival. Yeah, it just premiered there. It didn't do great. Didn't do horribly. So. Wait, that's surprising because everyone loves Euphoria so much. Yeah, but like I feel like everyone loves Euphoria with like us. 
not at like a French film festival. Yeah, that is a weird place to premiere it. Yeah, yeah. I wonder how big their like French. Not that people who go to the Cannes Film Festival, but like are. it's not giving me like bougie artsy vibes. But maybe it is. I don't know. But it's. I mean, like Euphoria is kind of indie, and this seems like an indie outlet. But I don't That's know. True. Whatever. I'll take it. I'm gonna be watching. I love Euphoria. You don't like Euphoria, right? I like aspects of it. It's just it's so dark to me. It like puts me in a really bad mental space. Yeah, same. But I kind of love it. Interesting. Yeah, so I'll be watching it. Netflix has updated their terms and conditions, which means you can't like share passwords and they're gonna start in the US. Like, so I'm on my parents' account, obviously. And so it's gonna know that I'm on a different Wi Fi network. And apparently, Netflix password sharing is going to cost $7.99 per month, like in addition to the fee that you're already paying. So you have to pay $8 to like, have it have it on more than one Wi-Fi network. So so is that different than like allowing you know having a family account where you can add four people? So it's kind of like you can only have a certain number of devices. So I, oh, okay. iTunes used to be. Do you remember when iTunes was like this when we were younger? Yeah. Like I would always get like a new laptop, but like forget to sign out of my like old. This probably sounds so obnoxious, but like my old laptops that died. Yeah. And I'd be like, shit, we're at the maximum number of devices, and now you have to like go through some back loop to d. Connect those devices. Wait, that's like deep in the arsenal of my brain. It, that just came out of nowhere. Yeah, wait, that's crazy. So that's what they're going to be doing for Netflix. So it's like you can only have a certain number of devices because, like, you still want it on your laptop if you travel or your iPad, but like, right. you can't have it on seven TVs. Wait, I don't know. Interesting. So they're just going to be tracking by IP. Yeah. It doesn't say how many devices. I'm hoping that it's not that many. I mean, actually, honestly, I like I know it's annoying for everybody because everyone shares passwords, but given the amount of money that they lose to fraud every single year, this was a good call. No, definitely. Yeah, I agree. I'm just hoping that I think my parents' Netflix is on one, two, three TVs and an iPad. So I'm hoping it's like five devices is allowed. This seems good. Yeah, that's fine. Also, if you have to like sign out of one device to like access it on your laptop and then you just sign back into your phone or like your TV, it's fine. Yeah, we'll just take like some communication being like signing out. Yeah, exactly. And only sign in when you're using it. Yeah. Okay, perfect. I'm glad we had that discussion. Same. Jeremy Allen White. Oh my God. He's in the most recent Vogue spread and he looks absolutely amazing. That's all I have to say. Do you have like Jeremy Allen White on your like notifications or something? Like it's like a Google alert. Anyway, love Jeremy Allen White. Came in for the bear. That's all you gotta say? Yeah. Olivia Rodrigo is expected to release a new album. Do you like Olivia Rodrigo? I yeah. loved Sour. Ooh. Oh, love Olivia Rodrigo. Did you watch her like little, um, maybe it was like Hulu, HBO Max, where she did the record, uh, the, um, followed her as she was performing and writing music. Wait, no. Where that was, was that on? so good. Okay, I should go watch it. Yeah, her doc called Driving Home to You. It takes a road trip from Salt Lake City where she began writing Sour. Oh, I feel really? like you would actually like this. And she drives all the way to Los Angeles. And she talks about like how she wrote her songs, like what inspired her. And she performs every single song. I feel like you would really like it. I mean, I love her. Where is it? You can watch it on Disney+. Plus. Oh, okay, cool. I will be watching that. I actually loved that. And she's stunning. She's such a cutie pie. I haven't said called anyone a cutie pie this up yet. No, so. you haven't. Cutie pie count is only one. Well, thank you for those pop culture hits. They were very helpful. Always here to, you know, enlighten and indulge. I feel enlightened and I feel quite indulged. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you're following us on your streaming platform of choice. so You can be notified every time an episode drops. We try to drop it every Sunday, every Monday, every Tuesday, around those days. Yeah, you know, sometimes life happens, and life happened this week. Yes, it sure did. 
on a positive note, feel free to follow us on Instagram. We've been, uh, we, as in Tally, has been dropping some fire content on the Instagram. Follow the TikTok. Yeah, David's been dropping some fire content on our TikTok. Yeah, and you know. Also follow us personal, because it's so entertaining. <laughs> Little personal plug for David. Yeah, oh my God, thank you so much, Tally. Follow Tally's Visco. Do you want to, do you want people to know that? Or is it a secret goal? It, it's in my Instagram bio link. Yeah. You just came back, right? Yeah, I came back recently. I just stalked it like yesterday, because I was like, ooh, Visco's back. Wait, did you look at my pics? Yeah. Were they cute? Yeah. Okay, cool. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope that you learned a thing or two this episode because we sure as hell did. We sure as hell did. Always remember that Touche loves you. Touche out.